and welcome to the Blob Show. This is Tony. Enjoy. And today, we're here to talk about Pixar Blobs. What is Pixar Blobs? Well, Pixar is a production company known for its animated films. It was acquired by Disney a few years back. But you have seen many, many Pixar movies. Yeah. And blobs show up in a number of them, and we're going to talk about them today. Yeah, today. So first, we're going to talk about the 2001 movie, Monsters, Inc. Charlie, what do you think about Monsters, Inc.? I did. You've seen it how many times, do you think? A lot of times. Yeah, you used to watch it a lot when you were three. We've yeah. watched it. We've watched it on Disney Plus a few times now. What's What would you say that the movie is about, if you had to tell somebody that hasn't seen it? I'll tell them about there's blobs in it. What kinds of blobs? They're like different kinds of blobs. The town is just full of monsters, right? Yep. All these monsters live in a town that is powered by child screams. So an important energy source is found by these monsters going into closet doors so that they can scare children at bedtime and make them scream. And when they scream, they can capture it as an energy source, and it powers their town. So there's so many different kinds of monsters in Monsters, Inc. that there must be a blob or two, right? Yep. What were some monsters that were like blobs that we saw? There's, like, some snails. What are them? Some monsters that were kind of like slugs? Yeah. Yeah, how is a slug... There, there, there's some... Monsters like slugs. Yeah, are slugs like blobs? They're kind of. How are they like them? They're like kind of big. Kind of squishy. Yeah, and kind of squishy, like blobs. And they move kind of like blobs, right? Yeah. How do you? How would you say a, a slug moves around? And they move, and they move around like like the tin, like the tingler. Like the tingler? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. they do kind of move like the tingler where they can... And, and they kind of look like the tingler. How do they look like the tingler? It means they have these. Not the blob, I'm talking about the... Slugs? Yes. Oh, you're talking about antenna? Yeah, it means they have this. Uh-huh. And the tingler has that too, right? Yeah, they have antenna in the front of their head. And the tingler has pinchers, right? Yeah. But both tingler. of them kind of creep around, crawl around... Slugs slugs kind of move in their own slime, right? That's what helps them move forward. And the blob kind of creeps around like that, too. Yeah. So there are a lot of monsters in Monsters, Inc. that look kind of like slugs, right? That don't have legs but kind of crawl around instead. Creep around. That's one, that's one similarity. But I want to talk about specifically one kind of blob in Monsters, Inc. And you remembered who it was even before we got to him. His name is Blobby. What happened to Blobby in Monsters, Inc.? Remember what happened when Mike Wazowski and Sully were walking to work? They saw some guys flying. Yeah? What happened to them? They didn't do anything. They were like little fairy kind of monsters. They, they flew away. Who else did they see? And they saw a blob, but he went down the plane. That's right. That's Blobby. They, Blobby said hi to them. What did Blobby look like? The, the light. He was short. What color was he? He was kind of pink. You could see all the way through him, though, right? He was kind of clear. 
Yeah, I remember his color though. And he said he said hi. He said hi to them. But what what happened then? Where did he accidentally walk over? The drain. Yeah, the drain. And where did he go? In the drain. His whole body fell through the drain. And what did he leave? He leave his face. Yeah, he had eyes and yeah. teeth and a hat. Yeah. That stayed on top of the drain and he said, oh no. Yeah, but he That blob have... probably wasn't going to have a very good day, huh? How do you think he would get his body back? I don't know. But now he can't move because he doesn't have his blob. Yeah. That's a difference between a blob and a slug because a slug would not have fallen through the drain, I don't think. Right? No, but some of it would fall down the drain. You think so? Yeah, I think. He was going to probably have a bad day. He probably wasn't going to make it to work on time. Yeah. How do you think his body would get out of the drain? I don't know. So here's a question I had when we watched that happen. But Blobby have to go to work? I would imagine Blobby was on his way to work. I don't know what where he works, though. But do you think his eyes and his teeth were really part of his body, or do you think those were just accessories like his hat to help people know where to look and talk to him if those didn't fall down with him? you think those were real eyes and real teeth? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. One other instance of blobs in Monsters, Inc. happened when Mike Wazowski took his girlfriend, Celia, to that restaurant. Do you remember that Japanese restaurant, Harryhausen's? Yeah. Yeah, remember? So they're on a date because it's her birthday. Sully interrupts the date because the baby has snuck into their world, right? Yep. Now, one thing on that menu... But, that, but where did that kid live? The kid... I think... The kid lives in our world, the human world, and these monsters must live in some sort of different dimension where they get closet doors of kids in our world as a, as a but, teleportation but device. Where is her? I want to see her, but we can't see her place. Yeah, we don't really see much and, and of... They don't know where her place is either. Yep. We, we don't know where she lives. They live in a different dimension, and they can only transport through those dimensions by those secret doors that they all have in their place, right? So it was like she jumped through time and space when she came in through that door and entered the monster world, right? But when they go to that restaurant and Sully interrupts their dinner, there was an item on that menu called Iki Ishikari, and it said it was soft-shell blob with leech and lentil puree. So I have a question. Why were they eating blobs in the monster world? Isn't that like they're eating their their own selves? Didn't didn't we see blobs? Do you think a blob yeah. do you think blobs should eat other blobs? No. What do you think they should eat? I don't know. Yeah, I think that was weird. I think that was weird to see blob on the menu at old Harry House. Maybe it was a different blob. Maybe it was, yeah, maybe maybe they have a different word for blob that doesn't mean one of their monsters. I'm not sure. Well, let's... So let's also talk next about 2020's Onward. Okay, can I... I thought something about Onward. Blah. Yep, yep. so I said we were going to watch a part of Onward that was kind of like a blob, and you didn't have any idea what I was talking about. And you were having a hard time remembering what was kind of a blob-like about that movie Onward. 
What would you say the movie's mostly about? Mostly about bots. <laughs> no, it is not. Onward is about two brothers, right? Yep. And what, what do they have to do? Do they have to go on an adventure? Yeah, to save their dad. Yeah, they have a, they, they've run into a magic spell which could bring their dad back for one day because their dad died when they were small kids, right? Yeah, but how did he die when he was small kids? Oh, I'm not sure how he died, hon. He just died because sometimes people do die. And, and it was sad, right? Because both of those kids had to grow up without a father figure. Yeah, and they could only grow up. He didn't always be alive until the sun came down. Well, right. So, so what, what they could do is if the spell were to happen, they had this one day, but they had to find the magic gem, and then it could bring their dad back for one full day until the sun went down. But it was <laughs> just one day? Yeah. The, the whole idea of the spell was that they would just get to re, to visit but, with their dad for one more they, day. But how did they get there? Was there two days to get there, or was there just one day to get there? Well, the spell was that they could they could have one full day with their dad. But the problem was they didn't have the gem that they needed to. The magic gem that would bring him back. So they were they were did on they, the did, they, they were really did, running out of time they, because they, they didn't they the, the spell started the the special twenty four hour day started but they didn't have the gem yet so they were on a long adventure to try to get that gem daddy, before I have the to day say ran something. up. Okay, I'm sorry. But daddy. Yeah. But why why did he just come when when the this, when the sun came down? Why? What did they, that ha- what did that came? Well, it wasn't until sunset that they finally got that phoenix gem that they were looking for, right? They finally found the end of their adventure and got that special gem that they needed to bring him bring his whole body back. Well, so he didn't get the right gem? They didn't have all of the magic gem that they needed until the very end of the day. But they didn't have all of the gem? Right. But then they got it, and he was able to come back, right? Yeah, but he didn't... So they didn't get the right gem to, for him to stay? All he was ever allowed to do was stay until the sun went down. So they didn't have a lot of time with him. They The, this, the idea wasn't that their dad was going to come back to life and be in their life forever. The idea was that they would just get to visit with him for that one day. Okay. But now let's talk about everything else. Well, no, we were going to talk about one of the adventures along their way was the gelatinous cube. They turned all the giant green cube. So how was the how was the green gelatinous cube like a blob? But it, but blobs aren't big, Daddy. They could be. The end of the blob, the blob was getting as big as that in that town, remember? Yeah, but... It was surrounding that building they were in. But... But you're right. The, the gelatinous cube was taller than than probably a blob would be normally. Because it would be hard for a blob to... A blob gets wider and wider, but hard for it to get tall. But this cube was tall, right? Yeah. But what would happen if you touched the cube? It would turn you into little pieces. Yeah, it would just disintegrate you right away, right? So they had to make yeah. sure they didn't touch that cube... How did they get away from it? They ran away. 
They did, and they just barely made it through the gauntlet. But, but. they but they did get away, right? Yeah. Now the gelatinous cube, um, that idea comes from Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, where it, it dissolves organic matter. So I'm gonna have to do a deep dive into Dungeons and Dragons to find out more about the gelatinous cube, maybe for future episodes of the Blob. But that was the only instance in Onward that we had to talk about today for the Blob Show. But that brings us to the last thing we're gonna discuss today. Now, Pixar made the news this week for winning an Emmy for their show. Is that all the shows we're talking about? Yeah. They won, they won an Emmy for their show this week, Forky Asks a Question. Charlie, do you remember that show? Forky? Yeah. Now, all the headlines I saw said that Pixar wins their first Emmy for Forky Asks a Question. But that led to me asking a question. Because what I heard was that in 2001, the show Buzz Lightyear of Star Command won a Daytime Emmy for Outstanding Sound Editing, and we're also going to discuss an episode of Buzz Lightyear of Star Command called The Crawling Flesh from Season 1, because Buzz turns into a blob. Buzz is a space ranger with a bunch of... Rookies, the, and, rookie space rangers, including got, Mira Nova, right? And they turned into blobs. Yep, Zerg had this um, this gas mutagent that when he would when he would release it onto people, it would turn them into blobs. But, but how did what did they have to turn them into blobs? He he just had this mutagen that that could turn him right into it. And sometimes it would get on Zerg, and he would start turning into a blob too. But he also had the antidote, didn't he? Because what would happen whenever Emperor Zerg's arm started turning into a blob? What would happen? Use that spray. Yep, he had a spray antidote that that one of his minions would spray on him, and it would turn his arm back. So Buzz Lightyear Star Command um, ran on UPN. This episode aired on October 29th, two thousand. So it was actually the year before Monsters, Inc. came out. And that was also Mommy's birthday. Did you know that? What birthday? Mom's birthday. When did I have a birthday right now? No, Mom had a birthday when that Buzz Lightyear show came out. That episode we watched. So Buzz and Mira got, sp- got sprayed with this mutagen. They breathed it in. They turned into blobs. They And they merged into each other, right? Didn't the two of them become one blobby creature? Yeah. And every person, when they became a blob, they had how many eyes? One. Yeah, every person would turn into this this blobby creature, and they would have one eyeball. But if two people melded into the same creature, there would still be one eyeball for each person that they represented. So Mira and Buzz were one blob but, creature but with how, two eyes and daddy, two tongues. Daddy, yeah. how did they turn into blobs? They breathed in that gas. Remember that gas that Zerg had? He gassed them, and they turned, and that's what made people turn into blobs in this show. And she used it. Yeah, he was using it as a weapon, and it turned all the space rangers into to blobs. That. Now, one good thing about turning into a blob was when they when they got shot into space without a space suit or a spaceship they were still able to exist. So apparently these blobs didn't need to breathe oxygen or have any sort of atmosphere because they, they realized that, hey, we, don't, we, we can get back to our space station without our suits. 
Because as soon as they turned into a blob, they also became naked, right? Yeah. So Mira and Buzz get back to their space station, and but they're still a blob. And all of their friends don't know that the blob is them. They think that it's a monster that ate them, right? Yeah. Who did they think they were? There's bad creatures. Yeah, they thought they thought they thought that the creature ate them, and that and so they kept trying to zap them with their lasers, right? So where did they go? They went in the air duct. Yep, they went. They they went through that air duct. They went through that pipe, right? Yep. And they went. So they were able to sneak away. They were going through the air ducts of the space station. But. But then they couldn't get through a but, grate. But and then there's. Metal behind them. Yep. But then there's frying. All of them is frying. That means. Yeah. What did their tears? What did their tears do? They're frying. There's bad frying. They took the, the metal to drop. Yeah, that was very strange. That was a power we didn't know they had. When the when their blob eye would cry, it was an acid, and it melted that metal grate that was holding them back. So that was a way for them to escape from those air vents. But then they dropped down, and all their friends were trying to zap them again because they thought they were a monster. But then the bad thing that happened was they were contagious, and they didn't know it. And since they crawled through all the air vents, it circulated their contagion throughout the space station, and everybody in the space station turned into what? Bobs. Yep. But why did everyone turn into blobs? Because everybody breathed in that, that thing that turned them sick. So everybody on the space station turned into a blob, and they couldn't fix it until Zerg showed up, right? Yep. And how did they stop him? Um, for him to be the blob. Yeah, he ended up breathing in the blob contagion himself and started to turn into a blob, and then... When he, he yelled at his minion to, to spray him with the antidote, Buzz and Mira were able to grab that antidote for themselves, right? Yep. Zerg blasted at him and missed him because the, blo the blobs were very good at dodging uh, laser fire because they can bend their body and, and make holes in their body. So they, they would miss all of those, those laser blasts. But it blasted a hole in their spaceship, and Zerg got blasted out into space as a blob, right? Yep. And in the meantime, the blob version of Buzz and Mira grabbed the antidote, went back to their space station, flew around, and sprayed it everywhere so everybody was able to turn back into their original form. Everyone? All the, all the good guys on the space station. except So they turned all back to their original form, except then they didn't have clothes, remember? Yep. All of them didn't have clothes. Yep. All the people didn't have clothes. Yeah, I thought that was a very strange ending. And then there's the same, there was all naked. Yep, but Mira and Buzz at least got their spacesuits back on somehow. Yep. So that's the history of Pixar Blobs. Thank you for listening. Yep. But that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. You can rate, review, and subscribe at all your podcatchers, and you can email us at... Mirabobtail at dinner.com. That's right. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We're getting icy. And we're getting icy. Bye.